0: Hello there everyone, welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And one of the things we do like to do while we're traveling is to interview fellow authors. And I have an amazing author on the show here today who's published several books, both adult and children's book books. Uh, she's currently working on a series of four books and uh, the illustrator is actually a friend of mine and a former podcast guest of the show, Ezio. And uh, she's illustrating our guest's uh, books, Um, So I'm super excited to invite up our guest here on the show today. Her name is Linda Lee. Linda is a screenwriter, um, published author of both adult and kids books, and we're going to be covering the whole area of screenwriting, book publishing, and uh, also tips for everyone who's listening and watching in terms of how you can also get your books published. So super excited to get Linda on the show here today. Linda, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm
0: doing well. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I just want to apologize in advance if there's any Wi-Fi hiccups, but hey, this is all part of the digital nomad journey. We're currently in uh, Dagupan in the central Philippines, and this area doesn't have very good uh, internet strength, so apologies if there's any hiccups, lags, or delays, but this is all part of traveling and working. Uh, Linda, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you're going to do an introduction and share a little bit about your background and a little bit more about yourself for everyone who's listening and watching here today.
1: Okay, uh, I, I'm actually, I have a, a master's degree in education. I started writing uh, children's books. Uh, I started with my Giddy Gilbert Goes to School series because a lot of kids have uh, anxiety and fear about school. Uh, so that's kind of what that series is about. Uh, just everyday things that kids will encounter when they go to school. And the second book in this series, Giddy Gilbert and Liz Dally, meet the bully bear and then the third book in that series is giddy gilbert and silly sally meet nurse Nettie. uh there's several more planned but they're they're not they've not been published yet then um i wrote a series uh, because there's all kinds of family out there uh kaylee living with nana and pa and that's basically just shows that some kids live with the grandparents and then Bre to the hospital. a lot of kids have fears going you know going to the hospital, going to the doctor, what have you. <clears throat> so I kind of wrote that for uh for those children and then I wrote uh, my son's story he uh He's an injured uh, bed, he has a brain brain injury, and uh, as a way to him um, in his memory, we kind of wrote a book together and, and we published it and then I wrote some fictions stories, uh, von Stegel, a series, first book in the series is Emmy von Stoegel's, the 16th year, and it's kind of a cross between Harry Potter and uh, a, lot, a lot. Then uh, my granddaughter Kaylee actually wrote the Princess Kaylee series. She's homeschooled, and, and that was a writing assignment for her to write a story, and it was good, so I edited it and got an illustrator, which was Ezo. And uh, she, she done she done such a wonderful job. And Haley's writing other stories that goes with that, and uh, she's going to illustrate those for us as well.
0: So I'm curious to know about your uh, work life balance because you're quite prolific in terms of doing screenwriting, uh, publishing all these books, and of course, uh, uh, you know, we have a busy lives nowadays. So tell us about what you do to actually maintain your work-life balance, and how are you able to create such quality content in uh, such a short time? W- walk us through what you do for work-life balance, Linda.
1: Well, no matter where I go and what I do, if I'm on vacation, I'm always taking notes, mental, mental notes, you know. Uh, if I see I'm struggling or someone's struggling, I, you know, I, I, re- I, I try to cover that issue in a book so someone can read it and, and, and maybe it can help them. And uh, there's just so many kids in my area that are they're missing. And so I, I wrote the screenplay, The Abduction of Emily Rose, and it shows how and when a child is an abducted, how it actually affects the family. Uh, we're looking for we just filmed this, so we're looking forward to the release of it here pretty soon. So So basically, no matter where I go, what I do, I'm always taking middle notes, and and that's that's where I get a lot of my ideas.
0: (laughs) So uh, tell us a little bit about screenwriting, because a lot of, uh, you know, audience, they might not be familiar with the term. So what is screenwriting? How did you get into it? And tell us about the types of projects you're working for your screenwriting part of your business.
1: Well, I I usually start with, uh, I start with an outline. Um, and uh, and, I, and I just fill in the outline. Uh, what I do is is, is I put down a, all my thoughts on a piece of paper, and I and then I, I then I organize them and I put them to an outline. And usually by the time I get through with the book, uh, that outline is what I use for my for for my chapter names. So I, I write just basically start out with all my ideas, put them down, and then I organize them.
0: And then tell us about the screenwriting. Like, what's the process of getting the screenwriting uh, converted to the like, uh, movies, films, uh, productions? Uh, what is the process once you've done the screen play? What's the next steps? First,
1: you have to have a really good set one you care about. And it takes a lot of research. uh takes a lot of research and it, it, it takes a lot of time to actually figure out your characters. And And I usually start with one or two main characters and build on that. And, uh, and then you, uh, of course, try to sell it. Uh, you try to sell your script or you try and make it. So I decided that I wanted to make a film, so into indie filmmaking, and um, and it, it's it's going really well. Um, there's a lot of more opportunity when you when you you do an indie film, If you film, which is where the Lonesome Soldier's going to be filmed. It's going to be filmed in L.A., and we should start uh, filming it late this fall. But you have to follow their rules and regulations. You can't put this in. You can't put that in. But when you do an indie film, basically you can put anything in it that you want to. And I like that a little better because, you know, you you get to really voice the message that you want to put out.
0: So, Linda, once you've done the screenplay, like, uh, how do you get noticed? How do you get picked up? How do you actually uh, turn it into a film? Because I, you know, obviously there are a lot of people doing screenplays, but uh, the minority or you know, fewer than the number of screenplays actually get produced into films. What have you found uh, in terms of uh, maybe networking or marketing and uh, finding those right connections to turning the sc- screenplays into actual films? What is the strategies? What's your secrets?
1: Yeah, it takes a lot of networking, a lot of people, a lot of, it's a lot of people. Uh, talking to a lot of different people, networking, and you get a lot, a lot more no's than you get yet. Um I have a great crew, cast. I have a lot of great cast, a lot of crew that works really, really good together. Um, Their on-screen chemistry is, is, is awesome. Ask them all networking on uh, LinkedIn Facebook uh, which is where I I'm, met I'm Ezo as well as on Facebook and um, this person knows one person and and if they like what you've got then they'll talk to their friends you know about, about it and um, and it, it takes a lot of networking.
0: As they say, it's not what you know, it's who you know, right, uh, with, uh, with any business. So uh, not only a screenwriter, but you're, uh, you're a prolific writer well, in now, uh, different ways as well, They're writing the books and the kids' books. Tell us about the actual uh, the adult books in terms of how do you come up with the ideas and what are the themes and topics you're writing about in your adult books? The themes
1: that I'm writing about is – it's uh, well, for the Lonesome Soldiers post traumatic stressors, uh, Raising Bill and Ernie is just, I believe the world needs more laughter, and so I wanted to write a comedy, so I did, and uh, have a lot of good friends, and and we all just pulled together and started this company, and we uh, um. Time Timeless Productions, and we've acquired a lot of equipment, which took a lot of hard work and a lot of extra hours at our day job. <laughs> but um, but it, uh, it it's well worth it. It's well worth the payoff uh, in in the end. You know, when you finish product.
0: Yes, uh, you know, it's definitely a lot of hard work to be a published author, but then when you see the book in your hands, when people give you feedback, it's all, all worth it. Uh, so in terms of uh, publishing the books, uh, you have a lot of different options. You have more of the traditional publishing with the publisher and the self-publishing and then kind of the hybrid publishing where you get people to do some of the ta- tasks like uh, maybe the cover, maybe the layout or the editing. Uh, what approach have you, f- have you found works best for you in terms of actually getting the books published?
1: Yeah, uh I had a traditional publisher and uh when you have a traditional publisher you don't you don't have a lot of a lot of the rights that you do if you you have to ask them if you want to be them they have to give you permission to to do a lot of things. But I decided to self publish so therefore I had to um I had to actually get my own editor and I worked for a long time for document publishing as a line editor, so that much I can do. But it takes an line editor. You have to have a content editor, and you have to, there's three different editors. You have to have a line editor, a content editor, just a plain editor that actually checks over things. So I had to actually hire all that done. Um, you have to get someone to, d- to design your book covers, and, and then after you get all that together, then you put it in. I always go through Create Space to, uh, to publish mine through Amazon because you can still get them at Barnes & Noble and, and different places, you know, and, and it goes all over the country. And it goes back I prefer self-publishing as opposed, to, as opposed to a traditional publisher because they want to tell you what you can put in, what you can't put in, and And I want to tell the story the way I want to tell the story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you definitely have more control. Uh, It's obviously good for having that control element, but then it's obviously harder in terms of the marketing because you're 100% uh, responsible for marketing, uh, promoting, getting the word out there, and, of course, the book sales. Um, So in terms of, uh, like, uh, you know, a lot of people need to have a good cover to Uh, pick up the book and read it. What have you found has worked best for your covers? Because I had a chance to look at uh, some of your color covers. You've done a phenomenal job. So how do you come up with the titles, uh, the graphics for the cover, and uh, the layout of the cover itself?
1: That's usually the very last thing that I come up with, and and I look at the overall content, and then I try to pick something uh, out of the content that – that would ring a bell with someone. Uh, and so that's how I usually find my book names. And and the covers, oh, I've some months over that. Uh, what do I want to put on it? And I'll try two or three different things, you know. Um, I have my own camera, so I take a lot of my own pictures. And I use how to sort through them and see if there's one that I like. And, and if there is, then I can build on it. There's a lot of uh, different cover creators out there that you can, that you can use. Um, But, you know, mostly I hire my book covers made for me, so. Because it's a lot easier.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's a lot of work to make a good cover. I know with uh, the book I released, it's all about family travel. I had uh, about 12 different versions of the cover. The first cover had like too many pictures, too many fonts. Uh, It was a little bit cluttered. And then did a fine-tune it, fine-tune it, fine-tune it. And then finally, the final cover had uh, two fonts in terms of the title, the subtitle, and then the the author name. And then one picture, and it was definitely a keeper. But uh, it it took, uh, you know, so many revisions. So, yeah, one of the things to being a successful author is having that amazing book cover. Uh, so you've actually transitioned and added a whole repertoire now of kids' books. Uh, you've uh, recently published the first one with our common friend Ezio, and you're going to be doing a four-part book series. Uh, so tell us about uh, the conception of your idea for your new kids' book series. What's the first book about and what is the whole series about? Uh, tell us more about the book, kids' books.
1: The uh, Princess Kairi's is about uh, a little girl who has a very vivid imagination and she daydreams a lot. She has a lot of time to daydream and come up with uh, lots and lots of questions to ask. And she really wants to be her favorite animal. And so she goes, it's actually a dream. So she goes to sleep and she dreams about she's in a magical land. And she, um, she's in a magical land and, and rubs this horse. Actually, it's like a flying horse, a pink flying horse, <laughs> and uh, her she makes a wish, and her wish comes true, she is magically transformed into a unicorn. Uh, and then she she's where she always wanted to be among friends. And the, the series is just about there's uh, there's several of them, um, Princess Kaylee and. Uh, Princess Kaylee and, and the Bully Bear. Princess Kaylee, and no, Princess Kaylee, is a, and uh, she doesn't even have a brother, but that's what she named it. And then Princess Kaylee, kittens, um, it's just several different little stories.
0: So Linda, uh, you're working with the illustrator. So how does that look like? So you have the idea, you've got uh, the script or the text for the pages. How does it look like when you're working with the illustrator? Are you communicating uh, what you want per page? Uh, is she uh, being more, a little bit more creative and uh, um, you know, uh, coming up with the ideas herself? So walk us through the process. How do, you, uh, how, do you, how do you as the writer and the illustrator work together in terms of communication and coming up with the final product?
1: Okay, uh, well, what I usually do with my children's books is I... Uh, I they're, they're very short, 24 pages. I always send the, send the book to my... And then she'll give me, he or she will give me uh, a sample. And if I like it, then we build on that. And I'll tell her what I do like and what I don't like. And then she'll fix it and send it back to me. Ezo is very good. She's very easy to work with. I just love her to death. Uh, Everyone is not that easy to work with, <laughs> but she's she's very good. She's very talented, and the uh, the uh, samples that she sent me, she, I send her the this the whole story, and then she'll send me back uh, a page or two at the time, and then we'll if I like them and I approve them, then they're they're good, and she moves on to the next one. If not, she fixes what uh, what's wrong, uh, or what I did what I wanted on there, you know. And she'll fix that and send it back to me and once we agree, then uh then we we're done with it (laughs) it it only took her about a week to do mine uh of course you know she would do two pages a day and then send them to me and since we are on a different time zone it would be several hours before i could actually look at it but once uh once talked about the ideas. We always talk about the ideas that I have and, and what I'm actually looking for. She, she was real perception, receptive, and she picked right up on it, and it's an excellent job. I wish I had one with me to show you. It was supposed to have been delivered today, but it didn't get here.
0: <laughs> um, I love Hopefully in later the- tomorrow. Yeah, I'll have the links links below so people will be able to look at the preview on Amazon and, uh, you know, take a look themselves at uh, the amazing illustrations. had a chance to look at uh, some of them on your social media. So, uh, yeah, she's done a great job there. Uh, So tell us about, uh, you know, your release schedule. So you released one, you know, four books. Um, What is the plan for the next three books in the series? Like how often are you going to release them? And uh, tell us more about that process.
1: I plan to release them uh, every two months. Uh, the reason for two months it gives the first book uh, a chance to uh, to get out there and get known, and uh, and then uh, in two months we'll release the uh, <clears throat> we'll release the second book, and then two months later we'll release the third book, and then two months later we will release the fourth book. Um, that way it gives me a chance to actually build on you know build on on the on the story but um i have i i have a plan for marketing Uh, once my book arrives i'm going to film the whole opening of it and then have kaylee repages so i'm going to film her reads and uh then i'll show the link you know I'm going to do a video, and then I'm to, I'll am show the link uh, to where you can actually get the, uh, get the book.
0: And tell us about some of your upcoming projects. Uh, you, you know, obviously, you're doing the adult books. You're doing the kids' books. You're going to be releasing uh, one every two months. Uh, tell us about your vision for the future in terms of... Uh, the screenwriting, in terms of your uh, book publishing, in terms of the kids' books and more. uh, Painted a picture of the future vision for yourself and your business and the books.
1: What now? I'm sorry, I didn't understand you.
0: Oh, I was just asking you for your um, sharing more about your vision, the vision for your future, for your Business and for your books your screenplays and etc. Just uh, share with us your vision for like the you know from 2018 to 2019 and beyond What's the future vision?
1: Okay, well, um, I plan to uh, I plan to start my own channel TV channel, so uh, So I can uh, release a lot of different things um uh, that's family oriented i believe that there needs to be more family oriented uh, tv channels and there's not very many because there's not very many channels that we can watch uh i plan to um, release the next two books the emmy von Siegel series which is uh crossbreed emmy von Stiegel crossbreed and emmy von Siegel the seventh Sign, the second book in the series for uh in 2019 for um, The Lonesome Soldier, which will be flashback. And uh, this is August, September, and October, we, we pla- plan to release the uh, second book in the Princess Kaylee series. I will be in LA sometimes the end of end of this year uh, film. I'll be on set whenever they film The Lonesome Soldier because <laughs> it is a truth and um, then I'll resume my filming here. We have filmed, actually filmed uh, four, nine uh, episodes. we be filming the sixth episode of Raising Phil and Ernie this weekend. And Stella Parton, uh, I don't know if you know her or not. is Dolly Parton's sister, but Stella Parton is also going to appear in um, in uh, my Raising Phil and Ernie series. She'll we Aunt Birdie, and she'll she'll be my cliffhanger <laughs> when she arrives. Um, it, it I have I have big plans. <laughs> Hopefully, it all works out.
0: Yeah, and thank you for sharing some of those plans uh, with us. Definitely wish you the best there. So in conclusion, I'd love to hear some tips, some advice for aspiring authors. You know, a lot of our audience, a lot of our listeners and viewers, they also want to write their own book, but they feel overwhelmed. Uh, they feel they're too busy. Um, maybe they have kids and they're working like crazy, and they just don't know how to turn that book idea into actually a book, published book. So what, is your, what, what are your tips for new and aspiring authors?
1: Don't ever give up. Write that. Write what you want Write the stories that you want to read, yeah. okay. and never give up. Uh, if a if a publisher doesn't pick it up, it's not it's not a problem because publishing stuff is not that hard. It's uh, very rewarding once you're done. It's very frustrating, but it's also very re- rewarding as well. Um, I. That, that's that's about all I know. Um, just don't ever give up. Write you know, write what you want, right from the heart. And everybody has different techniques so you you can start out with one technique and end up with another. A lot of people do what they call just cluster writing where you just write down everything. And a lot of people I've had that that's for me. I have to make my outline. I have to have something to go by and then just fill it in. Now I found that the outline is better. Uh, to just Fill it in (laughs) once you have your ideas down. Uh, I I always say just read and believe. (laughs) Magic is in every mind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely a great philosophy there. Linda, uh, in conclusion, how can people connect with you if they have further questions about writing, if they're interested in learning more about your screenplays, about your books, and, of course, your new kids' book series as well? How can people reach out, connect, and find out more info?
1: Uh, You can reach me by my email, which is L underscore C underscore dot yahoocom Or uh, I have a Facebook. It's Timeless Dreams uh, Productions. You can reach me there. Uh, That's probably the best place is Timeless timeless Dreams Productions. Um, We have an email, which is... Dreams Productions at Young. Uh, so those are three options to be able to get a hold of me. And I would love to, uh, to answer any questions.
0: Well, Linda, you've been a joy and a pleasure to have on the show here today. Thank you for sharing your passion for writing and, uh, you know, your amazing kids' book series and more. Uh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks again, Linda.